Hello everyone, this is Jacob Hopio, the producer of The Apex. In this episode, Jan, RJ, and I sit down for our new 5-minute rant series. In this episode, we rant about being yourself. If you want to support us, there are two ways to do so. One is to donate to our cause at www.patreon.com backslash The Apex Podcast. The other is completely free. All we ask is if you learn something in this episode or know someone that needs to hear our message, share it with them. Please subscribe and hope this pushes you toward your apex. Welcome, Apex Chasers, to another episode of the Apex Podcast. I'm your host, Jan Almasy, and as always, seated across from me is my partner in crime, Mr. R.J. Holiday. And also joining us today is our producer, Mr. Jacob Popio. Uh, today is going to be the second episode in a series that we started last week called The Five Minute Rants, where one of us decides that we're going to rant about something that drove us absolutely nuts. Uh, and then at the end, give you guys practical, applicable tips that you can use to chase your apex. All right, guys. So uh, today, uh, RJ has the spotlight. It's my rant. So he will have Mine. the first five minutes uh, to go off on whatever he feels like going off about. Uh, and generally, uh, you know. This isn't pre-scripted, so yeah, bear with me. Bear, bear with us. <coughs> well, technically, because, none of my stuff is pre-scripted, but I haven't I thought say. about this at all until well, right now. Well, we'll just send it. <laughs> So uh, the whole point behind these five-minute rants is the, the person that is going off has five minutes, and then other two people, so myself and Jacob Popio, have two and a half minutes to um, either be the devil's advocate or agree with what the person is saying. Uh, so we try not to pre-script these as much as possible. I literally just found out that RJ wanted to go off about this probably about 10, 15 minutes ago. Hmm? So uh, this is going to be raw, unfiltered, let it fly, okay? So you will have the timer, Mr. RJ, in three Two, one. Woo! All righty. What? <laughs> Distraction. That was, that was my go. That was my that was go, Warren. Yep. But um, so obviously if you guys listen to my episode or listen to any episodes that I've been on here since I became a co-host, you can kind of tell that I've come from an interesting, you know, world where, you know, I grew up loving video games and being pretty nerdy and passionate about everything that... I've ever cared about, whether it's bodybuilding or video games or cartoons or comic books or literally anything like that. And what I wanted to rant about today is there are still so many people, including people that are very close to me, that feel that they can't be passionate out and open in front of other people for fear of being judged or disliked about the things that they truly care about. For example, I had a very close friend of mine who went on a date not too long ago, and basically the female that he went out on a date with instantly shut down the person that he was, who he truly felt most comfortable as, because of stickers that he had on his car. Without even trying to understand or care about the things that he cared about, she instantly um, shut him down and in long term of things made him feel bad about the things that he likes. And to add on top of that, it then made him feel like he should either hide it or not like those things, especially when it came to um, dating, I guess, if you could put it simply. But outside of even dating or anything like that or trying to impress someone – 
Personally, I have never want, been once been an individual who thinks that you should hide who you are or the things you care about. There are so many people out there that will actually commend you more and be more excited and grow closer to you when you let them in on the things that you really care about. There's been so many friends that I've made because of anime that I watch or video games that I play. Like one of my closest friends right now is a gentleman by the name of TJ who I play. He wakes up early in Germany to play video games with me during at night here. He'll wake up at six o'clock in the morning there to play video games with me for a couple hours before he goes to work. Um, and if I, you know, never showed that interest or talked about it on some of my other social medias and stuff, that would have never happened. And then on top of that, my, my girlfriend, Steph, she never had never had an interest in Marvel movies or anything like that, uh, until we, we started dating now before, cause just recently Endgame came out. And she told me before going to that movie that she's actually upset she had never gotten into it prior to us going to see, I think, the last two years worth of movies. So back to maybe Doctor Strange or Black Panther or something like that. So it just it, it deeply saddens me, especially for what it did to my close friend and for him to feel like that. And I full well knowing from being around and being friends with individuals my entire life who have showed interest in, I guess, what you could say is less popular things. I know video games have come full swing. Comic books with, you know, the MCU and whatnot have become way more mainstream. But there's still stuff like anime that people just don't understand or do, and won't give the time to understand or like or whatever. And if they did, I would be hard-pressed to find a lot of individuals that didn't find some of the stories or at least the animation captivating. So if I had to break it down and just put it simply, never be afraid to express yourself and the things that you truly care about. Because when you're passionate about something and you're open and passionate about it, you will find other people who are either passionate about the same thing or become passionate about the things that you enjoy because they care about you. And I think that you end up building a better you, you know, friend group or, you know, a second family, like a, a non-blood family in that sense. And I contribute that a lot to the good friends that I have in my life now. And that's it. Perfect. You finished up underneath the five minute mark. Killing it. Awesome. All now right, the yeah. table is open, boys. The table is open. So up next, um, Jacob, first of, I mean, that was, thank you. You know, Excellent. for zero scripting <coughs> preparation or mm-hmm. anything that you that was that was there's a lot of points in that that I think that I agree with hold strong sure, uh, that I hold strong with. So um, up next, we will go ahead and put two minutes and thirty seconds on the clock for Mr. Jacob Popio and sir. Your time begins in three, two, one. All right. Well, first off, like the main like theme that I've picked up from what you talked about is don't let others dictate your happiness. You are the one that should dictate your happiness and popularity is all relative to your group. Actually. Yeah. To you and your group. So there's how many billions of people on the earth? Mm -hmm. 8 billion. So if you don't find one person that's compatible now, you're, you're bound to run into somebody Hmm. eventually. Yeah. You know, that has a similar interest or even if you don't have similar interests, having an open minded 
uniqueness to learning what you love. Yeah, this goes both ways. You can learn and love what they love too. I I think that um, ultimately is great relationship advice because in order for you to kind of uh, be strong together. You you almost want to complement one another. Oh, absolutely. If you're like completely like the same, I feel like you'll butt heads or it will be uh, too much friction. But if you find the differences as like little things of beauty instead of negative pieces, I think that that is important. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And. Um, if you give up the things that make you happy, I feel like you will learn to like resent the other person oh, and 100%. Y- you won't be happy. And um, that, that's not good. Everybody wants to be happy hmm. and everybody deserves to be happy. Um, let's see. Yeah, so, so like the whole premise of trying to fit a square Square peg in a round hole or a round peg in a square hole. Yeah, be you. So if you're a round peg, be a round peg and you'll find somebody else, you know. Who's also a round peg. Yeah. And then you can compliment each other. Yeah. I like that. All righty. Well, I will give up the timer. I'm not timing myself. All right. And you ready? (laughs) Give me the green light. Two. One. Go. Okay. So... Uh, if you guys read the blog post that I wrote on anxiety um, a while back, there's a poem that I mentioned in there called the Desiderata. You know, this poem was written uh, by a gentleman named Max Ehrman. Um, it was found on the inside of a church, but the long, I mean, that poem is just beautiful in general. Go make sure you go out and read it. But there's one line in there that is really sticking to me um, when RJ talks about this concept about not being afraid of who you are. Um, but then also I'm going to look at it. I'm, I'm going to talk about it from the perspective of the person that is doing the discriminating against the other person. Right. So not, <clears throat> this is my advice to people that feel themselves being weirded out by nerds or like not vibing with other people or thinking that they're better than somebody else or, you know, kind of playing the devil's advocate from the person that is, that is doing the judging. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. so for those people, if you feel yourself doing that or you're listening to this thinking, man, I've done that to people in the past. Here's a line from that poem that I want you to think about. <clears throat> and the line goes like this. It says, listen to to the dull and the ignorant for they too have their stories to offer. OK, and I'm not calling anybody stupid, I'm not calling anybody dull or boring, but just because your perception of somebody else is that they're dull or ignorant, or that you think that they're dumb, or you think what they're into is dumb, or that they're weird, or that they're, you know, their passions are odd, that they're odd, they're eccentric, whatever. Sometimes the best lessons that you can learn from another human being are from people that are your polar opposites. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pound that down. The best lessons that you can learn in life are sometimes offered to you by your polar opposites. Okay. And everybody says that, you know, birds of a feather fly together and everything like that, but it's true to an extent. It's true to an extent. Mm -hmm. I like firmly believe between me and RJ that we have some of the most diverse friend groups (laughs) on the face of the planet. You know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, there are some people that, I mean, there's, 
you know, uh, the people like me that are into the medical field and everything like that, there's blue collar workers, there's white collar people, there's people with master's degrees, there's people that didn't even go to school. You know, there's all of these different types of people. And it's a beautiful thing when all of those people come together for something that they all enjoy and they're not judging each other for it. And that's the biggest thing, guys. And my time's up. Oh, <laughs> the biggest. Can I finish that point? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. The biggest thing is just being open to the fact that not everybody else believes what you think is cool is cool. And everything that other people are passionate about. I mean, are legit. It takes all kinds to make the world go round. Mm-hmm. Point ended. Nice. All right. So, I mean, you have the floor as far as the open part is, you know, offering a, a piece of advice or something practical that people can oh, apply. There's so, there's so much advice. So, so give. before you start, are you going to look at it from the perspective of the person that is afraid to be themselves? Um, or yeah. Or are you going to offer it? Okay. No. But you know, I like that you hit on the other side because it, go, it goes both ways and you can extend, you know, your own knowledge and personability immensely Agreed. by just caring about. But I'll let you cover that. Basically, just <clears throat> what I want to say is um, be, be you, like I said. And, and take comfort in knowing that whether – people show up right away or later down the road, someone will care about what you care about as well. And you should always hold strong to that because like, like I literally just got done saying, if you look at one of the, my game nights that me and my girlfriend throw or my friends. So I have friends from high school. I have friends that I met at, at school at Akron. I have friends that I met at school at Kent there. I have friends that I've met only through video games. I have friends there who I've only met through the gym. But we all come together because we all like board games or video games or something like that. And one time I literally sat there and I was like, I looked at everybody in the room and I realized that nobody would be in this room if I wasn't the way that I was. Because at some point I cared about what my friends in high school did. And I still do now. I cared and took the time uh, out out of my day to care about what my friend, my current friends from Akron, from the gym, from playing video games, from, you know, every aspect of my life. And that brought us all together. And that would have never Mm -hmm. happened if I never vocalized the things that I care about. If you sit there and try to tailor yourself to... Uh, what other people, what you think that, that they like, it will never broaden things and you'll never truly be able to be 100% who, who you are and be able to talk about. Nobody wants to hide the things that they enjoy in, in life. So just if, if you want something to apply on, on like a daily basis, just be you and don't ever be ashamed to talk about, express, and, you know, educate, te- technically educate other people on what you care about. That's right. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. That last piece, I think, is that that sentence that we're that we're going to look for is not being afraid to educate other people on what you're passionate about. I love here. I love yeah. when people talk about stuff that they're passionate about. It makes me passionate about mm-hmm. it. And then all of a sudden, I go home and I'm on Google for two hours yeah, looking you, up you stuff. Get and I'm down like, a oh, this hole. is pretty sweet. You go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Don't Mr. be afraid to educate other people, and don't be afraid to educate yourself. Yep. Or because, get educated by yeah. other people. Yeah. Get learned. And get um, learned. <laughs> that, that, yeah. That kind of uh, tailors to the whole concept of the apex. Like you're always chasing for that higher summit. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 will only fall short of what you know when you tell yourself that you have known you you know everything. 
Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, it's like the people that, um, oh, I can't remember which like philosopher says, you know, or I know there's a lot of people out there that say the moment that you think that you know everything is the moment that you know nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or the day that you think that you know everything is the day you begin to fail kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I really, yeah, that's a good point. Because if you're unwilling to listen to other people's passions or you think they're that you're above them somehow or whatever else, then yeah. you're accepting that you already know what it's like. Or you know more than them. Right. But that's just ignorance. Yeah, I like that. So we got... Don't be afraid to educate people on what you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Always be willing to learn because you never know how it's going to contribute to you chasing your apex. Mm -hmm. And then for those people, um, this is an exercise that I want you guys to do. If you feel like you're one of those people that have those tendencies to um, like prejudge another person or operate off of preconceived notions. And I do this all the time, guys. Everybody does. does. I've been in, you know, the mall or something and been approached by somebody and automatically feel the hair on my arm stand up because I get an uncomfortable feeling. You know, that's that's our natural defense mechanism anthropologically Mm -hmm. as human beings going all the way back to the caveman days. You know what I mean? If somebody comes up that you don't know and they start talking about something or start a conversation, it's weird at first. No matter how good you are at conversation, like, I mean, at this point, you know, even Tony Robbins, I'm sure, gets nervous sometimes talking to people. (laughs) Okay, you know. Especially when it's something you know nothing about, right? If it's if you're out of your element, nobody that can wants feel to weird. look dumb. So, uh, so yeah. what I want you to do is take the time to detach. Now, what do I mean by detach? Okay, I want you when you feel yourself starting to get worked up like that, or you feel yourself getting anxious and wanting to be defensive, or you know, just chalk it up just as get being away from nerdy the or being weird. Yeah. Just detach yourself. Stay. I'm not stay in the conversation, but look at yourself in the third person. Okay. Picture yourself floating above the conversation, kind of like you're in Sims. Okay. And you're looking at yourself as a third party, you know, Mm -hmm. try to figure out why you're feeling the way you're feeling. Okay. Somebody's having that conversation and you start to feel yourself close off. Look at yourself and be like, okay, you know, insert name here. I'll just use Jan because that's me. You know what I mean? Okay. Jan, you know, this person is talking about a topic that you don't really understand, you know, you, every instinct is telling you to run away from the conversation. Why do you want to do that? You know, what is this person saying that's making you angry? What previous life experience is your brain bringing mm-hmm. to the front of your consciousness right now that is making you feel like this conversation's uncomfortable? And then once you acknowledge that, because a lot of times it's previous experiences with other people, you know, your brain is using a whole bunch of stuff to put together to try to predict what that person's going to say. Because that's kind of how our brains operate. They mm-hmm. operate off of predictions, you know. So your brain's trying to put together the puzzle before it's even built, and then you're not taking time to listen. Mm-hmm. So the two things to distill it down from that example is take time to detach and understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling, and then you know the good Lord gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. You should listen twice as much as you talk. Mm-hmm. Okay, give them a chance, hear them out, and who knows, you might you know find a new passion like RJ said. The there's only so after hearing what you said, I, I there's only one thing I need to add because I'm not someone who is good at detaching from a conversation. Mm-hmm. What I do when I'm particularly uninterested in the something that someone's talking about, I find interest in why they're interested in it. Mm-hmm. I sometimes okay. find that more interesting 
Yeah. Then like the actual what got them into it in the yeah, first place. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So if you need help in staying in that conversation, ask those questions because that's what I do. You know what got you started in y- this? Yeah, oh, like okay. why? Why do you like it? Yeah, I would have never thought of that. So because cool. someone asked me one time and they're like, "Why do you like anime? Like, isn't it kind of like weird? Like you got to read subtitles and whatnot?" And I was like, "They didn't find the concept of me liking cartoons and stuff like that as a." 270 pound bodybuilder mm-hmm. they just kind of couldn't make that connection yeah connection yeah. and i was like so when i was a kid i would stay up later and adult swim would come on on tsunami and they would play anime and i got mm-hmm. 20 23 minute you know videos with commercials and whatnot of these awesome stories and action scenes and stuff like that. And I used to like get upset when I'd miss them on Saturdays. And then eventually, you know, the internet opened up to me and I realized that it's not just what was on there. There's an entire country, i.e. Japan that is pumping out these Mm -hmm. cartoons and awesome stories. And then it just blossomed from that. Right. And they're like, Oh wow. I watched Toonami. You're Mm -hmm. right. I did. Like I didn't stay up that late for when they started playing anime and whatnot. I only stayed up for the, like, I was the just earlier thinking, there's, stuff. There's probably people that are going to listen to this that have no idea what Toonami is. <laughs> it, 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 it's like a more, it was more of like an angsty teen yeah. uh, segment of Cartoon Network from, I think, like 9, nine to 4 a.m. Yeah. or something it like that. Later, yeah. And right. there were shows on there that I was like, oh, my God, like I know next week I'm not going to be able to stay up this late to watch it. But that's how it started for me. And then when I told that guy that, they're like, oh, I watched Toonami. Like, yeah, you're right. Actually, I do kind of remember those. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden that individual is back in the conversation. And you find that mutual ground. Yeah, exactly. Yep, beautiful. So like I said, if you can't find the topic interesting, find their interests interesting. I like that a lot. Also, um, even if you're shy or like uh, – Practice makes perfect too. Mm-hmm. Like I was always kind of shy, but like even going into Starbucks and like showing like more of an interest in like like maybe like the barista's life or somebody that's sitting in the the, the coffee shop there, that kind of helps you get an understanding of how to kind of like jive off of people and kind of develop a conversation of your interests and their I try to talk to one stranger at least once a day. Yeah, Yeah, that's a a good way to do it. I like like ordering your coffee or something simple like that at a gas station. How's your day? That's as easy as that. Simple conversation. Or or you see like some intricate like piece of jewelry on them or like a tattoo or something. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has a story and they they want to talk about it. But yeah, I like that. All Uh, right, guys. So for this episode, if you want to figure out ways to A, either be comfortable with yourself or engage in conversations with other people. Rule number one is never be afraid to educate other people on what you're passionate about. Okay. Um, rule number two is I'm blanking here. Never be afraid to educate. And then we had, don't be afraid to educate yourself. Yeah. Don't be afraid be to allow other people to educate you continuously, learn. continuously learning. Yeah. That was, that mm-hmm. was yours. So never be afraid to educate about people about your passion mm-hmm. and then never be afraid to get educated by other people. Cause you don't know how it's going to contribute to you chasing the apex. Mm-hmm. And then, um, mine was staying in the conversation, detaching and listening twice as much as you talk. And then we added on to the listening, mm-hmm. um, the ability to get interested in why other people are interested. Mm-hmm. And if you want to try out some of these conversation topics, I mean, that's a great add on there at the end for all of the, those four tips right there. If you want a way to test them out, talk to a gas station clerk, talk to the barista at Starbucks that you're getting mm-hmm. your coffee from, you know, those are great places to test out those conversation starters. Yeah, absolutely. Right, yeah. A lot of people are very afraid to say anything anymore. 
You'd be surprised how many people are willing to talk, though, when you open that door. Yeah, once you open it up, I feel like a lot of people are just kind of trapped into, like, their same routine. But if Mm -hmm. you start to break them out, I think it kind of... Yeah, break them away. Try to help them chase the apex. So with that, uh, if you guys want to support the podcast and you got something out of it today, we asked two things. Um, One is that you share this with somebody that needs to hear the message. Okay, that is the most important one. That's the one that we're going to talk about and pound the most is if you believe that you got something out of this podcast and you want somebody else or you know somebody else that needs to hear this message, share it with them. Okay, and the second one is if you go to www.patreon.com backslash the Apex Podcast, you can donate either $1, $3, $5 to the cause. Um, If you go on there, there's more details there. And then finally, through our partnership with Envision Clothing Company, If you go onto their website and you purchase either Apex clothing or Envision clothing and use the coupon code Apex, um, all capital letters, the word Apex, you get 10% off um, and then a a proceed of that purchase will go to supporting the podcast. Um, With that, is there anything else from y'all? I'm good. We are all good. All right, guys. We will see you next week with another five-minute rant. Keep chasing that Apex.